Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. bribery scandal hits Hollywood. Disney rehires James Gunn for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Judge Janine Pirro benched by Fox News. All this and more on Meet the Hollywood Press for March 17th, 2019. I'm Alina Vision and now your host of Meet the Hollywood Press, Joseph Kapsch. Happy Sunday fun day, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Leprechaun Day. I mean, those of you who are Irish or not Irish, drinking day. I'm assuming Aunt Becky and Lynette Scavo are probably putting a couple back. definitely. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, Felicity Huffman and Lori, say it. Lachlan. Lachlan. I thought it was Lachlan all this time. Me too. I need a good afternoon. Good afternoon. On this bittersweet Sunday. I know it is. I'm scared to say it because then it's real if I say it out loud. Um, this is Alina Vision's last hosting, well, last episode hosting. Right. You promise you'll come yes, back and visit absolutely. as a panel. Absolutely. She is moving on to a new opportunity, which we will not discuss just yet. Just yet. But it's yet. fabulous, and we're so proud of oh, you. Oh, thank you very much. But I really am. This is a this is a tough one. I'll be back though for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's for a sure. tough one. Okay, so without uh, any other uh, sappy goodbyes, <laughs> let me introduce our panel. Uh, joining me at the Hollywood Press this Sunday is Anita Bennett, the Hello. founder and managing editor of Urban Hollywood 411. That is right. Yes, it is. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. On Itai Had, senior entertainment reporter at The Wrap. Yep. Welcome both. Okay, I want to tear in right away, so no more uh, niceties. We just got to get to this. <laughs> this college bribery scandal. Okay, whoa. So... This week, the FBI, um, among 50 people that were arrested in what the FBI is calling the biggest, I guess, sting operation in, like, history for college bribery, um, it's a racketeering conspiracy that included, like, parents of applicants for the ACT and SAT administrators, a test proctor, coaches um, at universities, including Yale, Stanford, Georgetown, University of uh, Southern California, that were, like, involved in being bribed and basically these Uh, rich parents were paying people to take the tests for their children. Two of the people involved were Desperate Housewives actress and uh, Emmy-winning actress Felicity Huffman and also Lori Loughlin. I'm going to screw up her name every time. Loughlin. I thought it was Loughlin since I was a kid. (laughs) Loughlin. Lori Loughlin and her husband, the uh, fashion designer Massimo Giannulli, who actually has a a Target line. They're, like, worth, like... He used to. Used to so yeah. well, yeah. Well, did it just get pulled or no? No, just no he more. sold the line. Okay, you sold the line. Well, they're um, also accused of bribes up to five hundred thousand dollars for getting Olivia Jade, their YouTube star daughter, and Isabella uh, Rose, mm-hmm. who are not returning, by the way. So I guess I just want to start out really quickly because um, there's been a lot of developments since the story first broke and the arrest happened, where Hallmark has dropped Lori. 
Um, Fuller House on Netflix is not having her back. Felicity doesn't have, I think, a current project, but it will remain to be seen what will happen. She has a couple of projects, according to IMDb, that are coming up. They're already, though, like filmed. Yes, yes they're post-production. So I want to start off with this first question, basically. Um, so immediately with the college bribery scandal, talk turned to, because all of basically the people involved that were arrested were white, the conversation immediately turned to white privilege. Mm-hmm. How much of the notion of this do you think you attribute or or to the influence of, like, the Hollywood lifestyle and just sort of this idea of people living in, quote-unquote, Hollywood bubble and feeling that, in this case, they're above the law? Well, it wasn't just Hollywood types. Among the 33 parents who were accused, we had CEOs, we had a casino um, executive. Uh, Sports industry, win, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we, it's basically... It's more of a rich thing than a Hollywood thing. Hollywood thing. But my question is, all of those people were very wealthy. They had the resources to pay for their kids to get special tutors, to take the after-school programs or whatever, hire people to prepare them for the SATs. I think it was a matter of these kids not wanting to put in the work like we did. Well, the question that you just say that about the kids, they're um, saying that some of the kids were unaware I don't know how yeah. much I feel I that I can't that. buy into that notion that these kids were unaware that because uh, uh, because yeah. did they think they were just guessing <laughs> yes. really well? I know well, they just automatically get longer to take the test. Like, yes, and also Lori's two daughters were admitted to USC um, for the crew team, <laughs> yeah. having never played crew. So do you yeah. think they had any so, point in that application yeah. process? So it's like they were unaware that they were taking part or you know entered right. the University of USC through the crew team. I'm not buying that. And, you know, Lori's daughter, uh, mm-hmm. Olivia Jade, has said she didn't want to go to college. And she has been, you know, she's a YouTube star, a social media star. She's been all over social media. She's a freshman at USC. Yes. Saying, uh, you know, I didn't really want to go to college. My parents wanted me to. I'm going for the scene and blah, blah, the party blah. Scene the party scene. Yeah, the party scene. And the game days. But if, <laughs> but if her ultimate goal was to be an Instagram star or whatever. Why even bother with college? Can we just talk about that title, too? Instagram, because people were, um, she forgot to turn the comments off. She had two YouTube channels, and I guess she had, like, um, a second YouTube channel and forgot to disable the comments. Mm -hmm. It was brutal Brutal. in there. But they were basically saying, like, social media influencer. I'm, like, so sick of that word, too, because, (laughs) so this girl's a social media influencer because she happens to sit on her, in her bedroom and talk about all the rich things, all the expensive gifts she got for, think about society today. Like, Mm -hmm. that's galling into itself. And then you're at a school that, I believe, um, Stan corrected, 17% acceptance rate at USC. So this is, like, a difficult school. It's like the American dream. We were, I grew up middle class. I don't know about you guys. I grew up middle class, and it's like you were told, study hard, work hard, and you're going to have a shot. Mm-hmm. Did this not yeah. blow that up in smoke for everybody, or what? I think a lot of these kids have been entitled most of their lives and haven't really had to work hard. I mean, I grew up very poor, I'll admit it. Yeah. And I had to work extremely hard to achieve everything I've done. Yeah. I mean, these kids, things were handed to them, and so they've never really had to, to struggle, to yeah. work hard. I mean, Olivia Jade, she already had multiple, she's 19, had multiple brand endorsements with top companies. So she was destined to be even richer than she already Who, was. by the way, right. also was dropped. Sephora dropped her in the in the wake of this scandal and there was somebody uh, another makeup company hold on I have it here fashion designer Tresemme 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 and and these brand endorsement deals she had been doing YouTube I think she had something like 2 million 
subscriber, something mm-hmm. yeah, really impressive. Did. And she was doing this since age 14. She also was on a radio show. Like, now they're digging into everything. Mm-hmm. And she went on to say about Massimo Giannulli, who is, you know, worth all money from the fish line, that, um, he, I don't know if I could say this, but he kind of, like, faked his way through school. He took the money for college, and he used it to start his line. Which, by the way, a self-made millionaire is impressive to me, whether, maybe I'm of one mindset, whether it's college his, his or not. His dad was wealthy. His dad was his wealthy. His dad gave him the money. Yeah. Uh, so, Itai, I guess my other question that I want to ask about this. So, um, do you think their their careers can recover? I think in the short term, they're already taking a big hit. I mean, I spoke to, I did a story right after this story sort of broke. Uh, I, I interviewed some of uh, Hollywood's top crisis managers to ask them what happens. Yes. To Felicity Huffman and Lori. Right? Yes. Is anyone going to pay? Was Howard Bragman one of them? Howard Bragman was one of them. He was because he. Yes. We worked at the Rap together. He was like a regular in yeah. your store. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, you know, because uh, I was curious to know, is anyone going to pay money to see a movie starring Felicity Huffman right now? Uh, nobody likes a cheater, and so how does this affect their careers? And basically, all of them said. They could recover because anyone can recover, but they're going to have to play it really carefully for the next, you know, yeah, few weeks. It depends on how they play this out, what, how sincere their apology is, and I think the most sort of common response was, "Shut the f up and disappear really quickly for a really long time." <laughs> That's good yeah. advice. <laughs> can I just mention this is not going away? There's a story on UrbanHollywood411.com. I don't know if they can put it up on the screen. Yeah. But prominent African Americans are up in arms, including Dr. Ben Chavis. Um, he's a longtime civil rights activist. Yeah. And they're saying. Like I wasn't aware of this. There are parents who cheated to get their kids into better public schools who yeah. lied about the district they lived in. Yeah. Inner city parents. These parents went to jail. And so they were convicted. And so a lot of people are demanding that these wealthy folks be convicted as well. And they're also asking that the Supreme Court take another look at, you know, uh, clamp downs on uh, affirmative action. Yes. And so the thing about affirmative action, whether you believe in it or not, a lot of kids who grew up I do in very in poor areas, the schools are not as good. There are more kids in the classroom. The, sk- the kids, you know, they face dangers walking to school, going through gang territory and whatnot. The playing field is not level. And so no, one it's thing not. that affirmative action did was leveled the playing field. And the interesting thing is that it's predominantly white uh, Republicans who are beating the drum most of the time to undo Mm -hmm. affirmative action. As if, like, their kid... I think there's just a lack of understanding if you grew up white and you grew up with a semi-privileged lifestyle, how difficult it really is. Like, no one should be held accountable for how they're born into this world, Mm -hmm. right? So everyone deserves the right opportunities. And if we have to use affirmative action to level those scales, then so be it. That's what we do. And another thing, too, these activists said, with a lot of African-American kids who go to predominantly white schools, the second you walk through the doors, kids are like, well, what what entitlement did you have to get there? And I went to a Jesuit university for one year. I faced that same thing. I was a very chubby kid, and the white kids would say, oh, what sport do you play? Because every black person there plays for us. I'm like, I'm fat. <laughs> but then I transferred to a historically black college. So. Yeah. So uh, here's my other thing about the crisis management. Um, William H. Macy, who is married to Felicity Huffman, also um, showed up at the courthouse. He So what it was saying in records was that they had taped conversations of her and he was on the phone. 
but was not charged in the scandal. What did you learn about that? Did you learn about anything about that? Why I think, he- you know, it's hard to say. I think it, I think part of the reason why he wasn't named was because there just wasn't enough evidence to suggest that he was directly yes. implicated, probably because um, Felicity Huffman did most of the uh, the conversations with uh, with the people that she dealt with. Yes. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people are asking whether or not it's possible that she did all this behind her own husband's back. Not yeah. if you're, as strong no as their way. marriage it appears on Red Card, because they actually are a very um, likable couple. And, like, mm-hmm. Felicity Huffman, were you at the rap when we did um, shoots with her when she was on American Crime? Couldn't be more delightful. Uh, polite, uh, down to earth, was just a joy to be around during the shoots. It was shocking to see just that. Um, they would go to these lengths. Okay, so were all of you three, were you shocked about it? Because I felt almost um, ignorant then after because when I was so shocked about the entire scandal, what I was reading mostly on social was that this has been happening for years. Like, yeah. rich, like this was not shocking to people that... But in, it would come in a form of donating a building or donating right. yeah. or doing. But, yeah. but I that, think that's what the shocking part of it was. Why didn't they just? Uh, that's what a lot of people, at least, the first said, reaction yeah, was. Yeah. Why didn't you just donate five hundred thousand dollars to the university? Well, exactly. You would have gotten them in anyway. But without, I guess nowadays it's not a guarantee anymore that you mm-hmm. know you're if you donate yeah. that money that your kids automatically going to get in. So gonna, this is like the next level yeah. of you know making sure you, you have to donate them. a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, like, didn't Jared Kushner I, I, donate? Yeah, yeah. My yeah. father I donated like 2.5 over, million yeah, yeah. Over yes. 2 million for Harvard, the, yeah. The thing is with the donations, that's legal. And other kids benefit from those donations as well. If your parents buy a new library, well, everyone pretty much benefits from that. This was illegal. Right. And what the feds got a lot of them on was mail fraud, sending, um, you know, the fraudulent payments through the mail. Yeah. And also lying on their taxes. So they were working with this company called Edge College and Career Network based in Newport Beach. The singer guy, right? Yeah, the singer guy. That's his company. William? Rick Singer. Rick Singer. William Rick Singer. He's the one that pled guilty. So it sounded like he basically, when he got caught, cooperated, right, to help catch all these other people. Yeah, he agreed to a wiretap. And so he basically (laughs) dropped a dime on all these people. Not just the parents, but also the the coaches. I mean, everyone he dealt with. I mean, money... It's astounding to me because it you want to have like this shred of sort of um belief that they're still okay no not everything's not so cynical what doesn't money buy you because uh, it bought, good o, it all, it bought very OJ good freedom with the best legal team you can yeah. you can you can get yourself out of murder with yeah. money the you presidency can get your, you can get your exactly exactly you can, there you go you said it I'm glad you said it and you can basically get your kids into college that don't even want to be mm-hmm. there yeah. and don't and don't don't deserve, to be, don't deserve to be there yeah. but was it worth it so you know this this singer told all the parents well you know I have have a nonprofit and it's tax deductible and that's what the feds got them on. So with Felicity Huffman, she allegedly paid fifteen thousand. With her bank accounts, was it real fifteen thousand to her is probably nothing. Nothing. Was it worth potentially going to prison? Well that's the interesting thing. I mean she'll like, spend that much just on the lawyer fees for the first month. I just wonder because it was such uh they called it by the way Operation Varsity Blues was yeah. what the FBI was calling it. Um, I wonder if because it was so widespread and, and they seemed pretty adamant about wanting to nail this if they're going to make give some of them jail time because to make an ex- I feel like is this going to be an they example should. kind of I case? spoke to one of the people that I spoke to in that article was a, a crisis manager who's actually a lawyer um, yeah. and one of the things that he said was he didn't think that that was going to be the case because it's a first offense these people are you know pillars of the community they've done a lot of service for the community service you know stuff like that yeah. in these cases usually what you get is um, 
you know, uh, a lot of community service, obviously, and, and, and a fine. But, but doesn't uh, that go against, like, the whole premise of the cheating? That's you what know? I mean. It's yeah. like, yeah. you're just going to get a slap on the wrist. That just goes mm-hmm. to show how privileged you are. Yeah, well, not, I don't know if it's I'm a slap sure on the wrist, though. I'm She's going to buy what is being said, because this is not a state case or a county case. This is a federal, federal. case. Yeah. And there were a lot of FBI agents involved in this. A lot of federal resources went into it. So I think they might, you know, Felicity Hoffman, 15000 is not that much. That's Lori Lachlan, five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand in bribe. Yeah, I yeah. think it's going to take a really but good. But five hundred thousand is nothing. What she lost on those deals with Netflix and 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 Hallmark, and what he's going to lose. And but what, I'm saying, what if they, they, if they tried to cheat um, the government out of five hundred thousand dollars, you know, in in taxed yeah. funds yeah. and whatnot, that's right quite because a bit. all of that was deductible. In the yeah, exactly. Well, you think about Real Housewives, uh, Teresa Judice and her husband Joe. That was yeah. mail fraud case, and I think it was far less uh, when you think about it because they weren't like they were doing like crooked stuff about their own money mm-hmm. and finances with flipping homes. But it's like this seems worse because it's um, you were they were cheat. This is cheating other kids out of opportunities, and I think mm-hmm. that's why America is so. There's already, about by the way, it. a lawsuit by one of the mothers. Five hundred billion. It's a class action suit, but yeah. still, I mean, they're facing not just criminal charges here. They could ostensibly face these civil charges that could amount to mm-hmm. a lot of money if they they might go bankrupt over this. Yeah, and we should also know Abby Lee Miller, uh, Dance Moms. Uh, host, she went to federal prison. That's right. So, and, and what it was, was that for again? I forgot. Similar, like mail fraud, uh, mm-hmm. you know, lying, cheating on taxes. She didn't report a lot of the income from her reality series. So, I just got don't her. get it. You get to, people like <laughs> yeah. are like like there's such a small percentage that get to work in Hollywood and do these kind of things, and then when you get there, why do you abuse it? I don't know. It just doesn't and make you know, sense. I think the part that's really going to be hard for them to to sort of you know, get out of this is going to be yeah. a part of the cheating. Yeah. yeah. Nobody likes a cheater. And no. a cheater. Yeah. One, of the, one of the PR people was like, a cheater's a cheater. Can't get out of it. They and don't it, like yeah. cheating in this case. They don't like cheating in a marriage. They don't like, I mean, you think about that. Think about Jen Brad and Angelina. It was like the world was, uh, Oprah put Jennifer on her couch because she was the one that was wronged. There's, there, you know, there was alleged cheating. You're right. America don't like a cheater. No, and especially a lot of people in America obviously have gone to college and gotten there the right way through hard work and yeah. dedication. Like, I was at Costco on Thursday, and the cashier and the guy who was bagging my groceries were talking about it. She wow. was just so irate because her daughter had tried to get into USC, and she's like, she had a 4.2, this, that, and the other. She was working two jobs just to pay. Yeah. And it's just like, she's like, it's not fair. No. So, I mean, this is going, this is hitting all levels. Everyone's really mad about it. And everyone can relate to exactly. that. Exactly. Anyone who's yeah. ever applied to college knows how hard it is yeah. and how mm-hmm. hard they've had to work to get to where they were to think yep. that somebody else just well, paid their way through. Well, I also think in ju- the, all the kids that were part of this should be taken out of these schools. I think Absolutely. some of them are. Like, the two, uh, Lori's two daughters are not returning. I mean, and by the way, she was, By the way, she was on a yacht. <laughs> she was on a yacht with the admissions, like, um, uh, executive of USC. No, they couldn't have been more. Have been, it was Pieces. just like like yeah. like a cherry on top of the shit Sunday. But Seriously. it was like, oh my god! When I read that, I was like, for real, for real. <laughs> it, it got worse and worse. And when I started going down the rabbit hole on her YouTube videos, I was just like, yeah. I don't know at what point. And I mean, parents love their children no matter what. But like, at what point did Lori and her husband not look at their kid and go, "Are we really raising like a child that values like anything but like things that?" Well, you know, I, I think it was the crazy. Children are just like. Products of the parents. Yeah. Yeah. But also, why would you want... 
why would you want something that you didn't earn? That's right. my question. And what kind of what kind of what kind of child are you raising? She wanted I mean, game days and parties. Listen, a lot of <laughs> I know, but a lot of people want stuff they didn't earn, which is why you have to lock your doors. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Okay, so just to end on this before we move on to the next story. Um, quickly, each of you, what development or revelations in the case struck you the most? Like when you were... I think the cheating on the exams, I just was under the assumption that if you take an SAT or ACT, there were all these uh, mechanisms in place to prevent cheating. What I didn't know is you can pay someone to pay the administrator. That's given the test, yeah. basically. Yeah, because they basically then you do it in pencil, right? If I remember, it's yeah, been so too. long since I took them. Yeah. But um, yeah. you do so they basically took it and then just corrected yeah. what they right. And to some of them claim that they had a disability. That way, they'd get longer on the test. Yeah. I mean, it's just. But a there whole, was for more money. There was yeah. also a guy who would go and take the mm-hmm. test for you. They had two locations set up uh, where they had the paid folks. So one was in West Hollywood and one was in Texas. So if you didn't want to take the test at all, they could just send the little guy to take it for. You. What do you think? What, what struck to you To me, most? it was the fact that they didn't tell some of the children if it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, so not only you're cheating, but right. you're making sure they don't know about it because, God forbid, their poor little egos might be affected by it. And they would actually believe that they yeah. got in there by, by, by their hard work of not, not working hard. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> I got. I mean, for me, it was the fact that people were paying up to what I think one person paid six million. Yes, like that is ridiculous. Start a business, exactly. I know. Why <laughs> would you even like, need to go to there, school? There are Start tutors. A business. There are some. I mean, buy a building goodness. and get the rent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't remember a story though. By the way, like insulting as many people as they managed to insult, because then yeah. you're like mentally ill. Um, you know, diverse, like, uh, minorities who can't get in school and don't yeah. have, like, it's just, like, they hit everybody. Everyone. Bang, 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 bang. Everyone's it, was like, <laughs> it was like, it was a drive-by through America. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, moving on. We'll be talking about this for time to come, so let's move on to uh, James Gunn. So, Disney this week, in a rather surprising move, rehired James Gunn uh, to write and direct the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Now, he was dismissed, I guess, about, was it almost going a year, six months to eight months ago? Eight months. Yeah. During the height of Me Too, um, when a lot of like old tweets were being dug out from celebrities and directors and Hollywood figures, they dug out some really hideous tweets when he was, I guess, about like 40 years old at the time when he wrote the tweets or something he like that. He was younger. Younger than that. He's four. I'm sorry. I think now he is. Yeah, he 40. was I'm sorry. 20. So he was... He wasn't so... No, he definitely wasn't, because that's why I was so offended. It was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. So, and it was uh, jokes about pedophilia, jokes about, like... Rape. Rape jokes. Just really lewd, tasteless jokes, and Disney cut them loose, and they made an about-face. So I start with this. What do you think prompted Disney's about-face, and do you agree with the decision? Greenbacks. Dollars. Cash. (laughs) Dollars and cents. The Benjamin. I mean, yeah, so he wrote (laughs) and directed... (laughs) The first two Guardians films and combined they've made $1.6 billion worldwide. This franchise is a cash cow for Disney. Yeah. And, you know, there are reports out there that even though they fired him, they never looked for another director to replace right. him. Yeah. So my question is, why even fire him? Well, here's the thing. Here's what I think about this. First of all, some people make a distinction between because 
what happened with, say, Roseanne Barr and what happened with James Gunn, which was tweets from 10 years ago when Twitter was just beginning, when yeah. people don't really, right. didn't really realize what Twitter was about. So, yeah. like, you have to put it in the context of 10 years ago when you had, like, 14 followers and mm-hmm. you were talking to your friends versus today when it's considered, like, almost like a broadcast yeah. platform. Yes. Uh, so that needs to be taken into consideration, too. Roseanne Barr was saying those things not 10 years ago. She was saying them today while her show was on the air, not, like, when she was younger before yes. she made it. You know, that's there's a difference there. Um, and also, I think it's also the way he reacted, right? His apology was sincere, immediate. He took down all those tweets. That It wasn't, there was no, like with Roseanne, it was just like ambient. It was, uh, she didn't know she was white. I mean, there was every excuse yeah. under the yeah. sun except for, I'm really, really sorry for yeah. what I did, right? So I, I think there needs to be a distinction. Also, to, to remember the person who pulled out those um uh, those tweets was a conspiracy theorist named Mike Cernovich who yes, you know, was, there was a, a a very clear political agenda there going after a, a liberal Hollywood person uh, yeah. this is not the same thing but yes if you read those tweets you kind of raise an eyebrow like why the hell would anyone tweet that but yeah. I think you have to sort of the way he explained it and I don't know if you buy it or not but the way he explained it was he was just being over the top he was mm-hmm. joking he was not being serious and I think all those things need to be taken into consideration did anyone I mean, in this room I, ever joke about any of those yeah, topics that, in their whole thing. history of their life we, I, I don't want to I don't want to cut make, him any slack I'm not cutting him he slack he was a grown I, man it is right. never okay on a public platform yeah. no less to joke about oh I like it when little boys play with my happy place yeah. <laughs> oh my or the best part about oh. being no. raped is when it's over yeah like yeah. what type of person would joke about that. You're talking about, and that's why I wanted to be clear about he was not that young. I mean, I can almost get past the fact of like Justin Bieber is pissing in a bucket when he's 15 years old. Right. Okay, you can get a, right. you, we can right. get past that. Yeah. Well, look about when I think about when we were kids. I feel like when you cross into adulthood, and I would consider adulthood anywhere from like 25 up in my mind. You're still going through it in your young 20s, right? That would be never a subject that anyone would joke about. It's just, I don't, I have tremendous respect for Disney. I actually do, and I have many um, friends that work over there, and I was kind of shocked by the decision. I personally, from what I'm digging on here, that it was cast pressure um, mm-hmm. internally. It was also um, the idea that the Me Too movement was at the height of, of what it was so sensitive at the time that it got dug up that everybody felt they had to pull the trigger on anyone who even remotely. Um, uh, reflected bad on the company, but I think that. Do you think this is my next question? Do you think this is a significant hit um, in the larger movement of Times Up and Me Too? Because within this week with James Gunn, we also read that Neil um, uh, DeGrasse Tyson was mm-hmm. cleared of his um, charges at like Nat Geo. I feel, and I don't know if this is a trend starting, but like, are we at this point now where we're softening on Me Too and what the consequences are? Uh, I think you have to make a distinction between tweets and actions, right? Yeah, these tweets are just tweets. He didn't. No one ever is claiming that James Gunn ever touched a boy. This is just he's not a pedophile. He has never had relationships with little boy. There is no action here. There's literally just tweets from ten years ago. And then these other cases where... So I, I don't think there's a connection here. And I don't yeah. think... Yeah. Cause to, to, I think anyone who thinks that the Me Too movement is at a, you know is losing any of its steam is sadly mistaken. 
I'm, but I keep reading. I've also read an article just to, to digress for a second. There was an actress uh, on Deadline mm-hmm. that was saying how she was a commercial actress getting up to like 10. Um, do you remember her name? Yeah, I don't com- remember her name, but she said that she came uh, public to complain about James Toback. Toback. The, Toback. I'm yeah, not sure. T- Toback. Toback. Toback, Toback, the yeah. director. Yeah. And she said in an article published on Deadline, I think um, Friday or Saturday, that she has not worked since she went public. Yeah. I did, a whole, I, I did a whole expose yes. on, uh, I basically did a, it, we did, uh, it took us months. We spoke to a dozen um, uh, accusers, prominent and some lesser prominent mm-hmm. women who came forward, women and men, yeah. um, who came forward and to look at what happened to them in the year since they came forward. So it was for the first year anniversary of yes. Me Too, and uh, some of them got fired, some of them uh, couldn't you know, we're thinking of changing their names because their Google search. I mean, one of them told me, I'm a teacher. Every time anyone Googles me now, it's all about sexual assault. Yeah. That's not how I want to present myself present to the yourself. world. Right. Um, so it's been a rough, rough year for a lot of a lot of the accusers. So do you think the original decision for Disney to fire him so swiftly was because of the heightened culture we were living in rather than that, like, on an executive level Mm -hmm. that they wanted to get rid of him. It really does seem that way, that they bow to the pressure. I mean, Disney is a family-friendly company. Right. Um, They make family-friendly content. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I, you know, whatever issues I have with James Gunn and what he wrote, it did seem like they rushed to a decision. To a decision. And I think a lot of people at the time when he was fired felt that this was different and that, 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 that the... The firing was not, you know, it wasn't proportional to the to what it didn't to the fit what happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we actually have, I think. Yes, we yes. have uh, the tweet that James Gunn put out. So he says, "I am tremendously grateful to every person out there who has supported me over the past few months. I'm always learning and will continue to work at being the best human being I can be. I deeply appreciate Disney's decision, and I am excited to continue making films that investigate the ties of love that bind us all." I I have been and continue to be incredibly humbled by your love and support. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Love to you all. I do feel sincerity in his apology. Yeah. Like there yeah. I do. I do feel that. I think that I have a real problem getting past the kind of like for me I always look at him now as the guy that made jokes about pedophilia and rape. Like it's never going to not be something that I think I think, of. I think we got to and again, I don't want to make any excuses and I don't want to, you know, but I think we also have to remember that we now are living in a place in a world where, you know, we've all said something, written something on Twitter, on social media that we regretted and took down. Sure. And and which is one of the reasons why today you won't see anything on my Twitter other than my stories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, someone, someone, an expert, a social media expert told me once, uh, and I take this to heart every single time I think about tweeting something. The most of the time, ninety-five percent of the time that you tweet, no one will see it. The only time anyone will hear what you have to say on Twitter is you've made a when really, really up. bad mistake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So true. And so when to this day, you, you know up. what? Yeah. You want to see my stories? Here they are. That's all you get. Yeah. Right. Well, there was a time that social media, hearkening back to ten years ago, where journalists weren't allowed to have the freedom that they have now. I think we've definitely evolved in that case. I think it depends on who you work for, because yeah. I'm like Etai. I pretty much tweet stories, no opinion. Yeah. My last two staff jobs, they, they did deep dives of my social accounts, and my employment was contingent upon drug tests 
and social media exams. Wow. Because they said you're wow. representing the company. So, you know, for all the young people out there who are constantly putting wild things on social media, just yeah. keep that in mind. All right, so we'll move on to the next. I think uh, I get. I think I'm more. Um, I feel. I feel happy for the fans of the series. It's mm-hmm. a very popular series. I think that it's a win for fans because at yeah. the end of the day, right. they want to see a quality movie uh, that is made by the same creator. And so, um, you know, I guess God bless them. Okay, so. <laughs> I like that transition. Yeah. I don't know. God bless them. I don't know where to go. Bless their heart. Bless yeah. their heart. Bless their heart. All right, let's move on to another hot mess. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Fox News benched Judge Janine Pirro. I just like saying that. It's a see, good what, one. see what we did there? But I'm so, Her yeah. show did not air on Saturday night. But it was later learned, um, CNN reported this morning, so her show just did not air, and then um, everyone was reporting, oh, it's preempted, and it's coming on the heels of her comments last week about... And Ilhan I wanna, Omar. Thank you. Il, Ilhan Omar, uh, the congresswoman, for... And just, I want to read the quote so we definitely know what she said. So what she said in response to um, Omar's um, perceived anti-Semitic comments... Um, Think about it. Omar wears a, um, how do you say that? Hijab. 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 Um, is her adherence to this Islamic doctrine indicative of her adherence to Sharia law, which in itself is antithetical? Anth- uh, antithetical. Antithetical. <laughs> oh my God. To the United States Constitution. So it got, it blew up. So what we learned today from CNN, she was suspended, but no one knows like for how long. Yeah. Or... Well, that's because Fox News isn't talking, which uh, to me yeah. kind of uh, defeats the purpose of suspending someone, right? It's like, mm-hmm. it's yes. like punishing right. someone but not telling anyone else. Uh, if yeah. you're going to suspend someone, obviously people are going to notice she's not on right after these comments were made. Why go through this rigmarole unless you're going to actually do this publicly? Did they want yeah. the attention? Because I think the Fox News, because I had to, we've had to deal with, and you still have to deal with their PR department. They're clever in the, in in their PR um, strategies. Like, did they not want to say anything? So everyone was like, "Why isn't she on?" And it caused mm-hmm. a big hubbub. Because I don't get it. Why wouldn't you just say after she made the comments, "We don't stand by them, and we're suspending her"? Yeah. Why right. wouldn't you just do that? I mean, the whole thing to accuse someone of. Uh following Sharia law, that's pretty offensive. Yes. That's yeah. like Taliban, you know. But we have to take it into context, right? She was responding. Way, for the audience, she you was are, res- it, it, I'm it, Jewish. From, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, born and raised in Israel. Uh, she was talking specifically about what Ilhan Omar said. And yes. again, I'm not by any means excusing what Janine Pirro has said either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was talking about the fact that Ilhan Omar had said something earlier about how Jewish people... Well, I want to ask you about that. Right. As a Jewish but, person, did you feel that her comments were anti-Semitic? I felt that her comments... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, there are there are historically are anti-Semitic tropes that okay. we have heard from you know from centuries, not even decades. Yes. This is what usually that's how you attack Jews. <laughs> Jews have an allegiance to Israel, so you cannot trust them. They're really spies. And then you go yeah. back to yeah. It, this this has been going on for 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 decades, if not centuries, yeah. and many many Jewish people have suffered because of these these anti-Semitic yeah. tropes. Yes. So they have actual real consequences of people dying because of these types of, of, of sayings. So yeah. it absolutely hit a nerve for a lot of Jewish people, whether you like Ilhan Omar or not. Or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ilhan Omar has apologized for some of those comments, saying that she needed to be educated. I am giving her the benefit of the doubt and saying, yes, you do need to be educated. Yes. I, I would get on it. 
<laughs> quickly, <laughs> quickly. <laughs> do, okay, so let me ask you this: Do you think? Okay, because Fox News has a lot of swirling controversies, multiple right now. They've got mm, Tucker yeah. Carlson with the dug up tape. So, do you think Fox News' decision had more to do with uh, multiple controversies with ad um, uh, advertisers pulling out, or do you take their statement condemning um, her 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 remarks at face value? I don't know why uh, why Fox News decided at this stage of the game to issue that statement because I can tell you this uh, I looked at some of the comments that Tucker Carlson has made in those, oh my God. In those interviews yeah. and again you have to take that into context too it was made during a radio interview with a shock jock where it's like talking to Howard Stern you kind of have to be funny and over the top and so you have to put in that context but at the same time he has said some offensive stuff and they are not at any like moment thinking of not yeah. backing him. In fact, they have said that they have backed him the entire time. So actually, to your um, question, why I think that they suspended her was yeah. that this tweet actually from one of the producers of Brett Bear's uh, show. Who went, actually is one of their solid right, journalists. Exactly. He's, he, he's more down the middle. In his, so this yeah. actually kind of went viral. So she says, it's from Hafsa Kamal, I believe her name is. Okay. Uh, Judge Janine, can you stop spreading the, this false narrative that somehow Muslims hate America or women who wear a hijab aren't American enough? You have Muslims working at the same network you do, including myself. Kate, mm-hmm. thanks. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. and that, yeah. that one, that one she drew went right a her. lot yeah. of criticism. Yeah, I mean, and she's right, Although yeah. I have to question why anyone who's Muslim would work at right. Fox News. I mean, uh, sorry, but it's true. There's a I mean, lot of people that I'm like, really? You're really? Of all the pla- and you're and you're complaining about something that they said on the air? Oh I mean, my god. god, that is like going, that is like walking into a hostile work environment every single day just right. from having to watch the content. Yeah, it's true. Although I, I should say she's absolutely right about what she said that should not have been said, and 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 it was completely insensitive. It's not so even I'm, just I'm with the, her all the way. I'm just the outwardly it. offensive stuff that is said is one thing, but then it's like the underlying. Like, did they just confused um, uh, Robin Roberts and um, and, uh, and, Gail, and Gail King? Yeah, yeah Gail King. They, I mean, how many times is this going to happen? Aretha Franklin. Institutional sort of. I want to tell you a story about the Aretha Franklin thing because I remember that story because it you know oh, just yes. for the viewers at home what happened was Aretha Franklin it was you know <laughs> she, she, passed, had, away. she yes. passed away yes. and, and in their you know obit in their uh, 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 sort of uh, package you know a, a taped piece that they did I think one of the graphics instead of having Aretha they had Patty, Patty LaBelle. LaBelle. Because yeah. they all look alike, I think. <laughs> I just okay. can't. But, yeah. but it was... And, and it's then, so offensive. Instead of just saying we made a mistake, mm-hmm. which is what they should have done. No. Because uh, it looked so bad. Yeah. They said... What was the response? They said that, oh, that it was from a concert that both Patty uh, LaBelle <laughs> yeah. and, and Aretha were together. And that yeah. when they when they made the graphic, it covered You're Aretha's case. Yeah. And then wait, 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 wait. I went to the video. I went to the video of that performance because I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't, this doesn't, add, doesn't add up. So I went to the video. Clearly. Aretha was in the audience at the time, <laughs> so she wasn't even anywhere near the stage. So I call back Fox and I go, Hey, how would you? How did she cover if she wasn't oh even anywhere? Near? And then she said, Oh, we never said she was in the same picture. Oh my oh god! Oh my goodness! It left really had her picture with like Aretha Franklin with the dates, like you know, like. <laughs> It was oh Dear Fox like News, was not all black lighting. singers look alike. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Gail King even uh, quipped about that. Like, she like, we don't all look, look alike. alike. <laughs> I think she said that on Colbert's show. Yeah. Which, by the way, Gail King, we should say. She's having the best 
month of her life. We just we had it last week. We talked about it. she's yes, on fire. And she's up. Her contract is up. Yeah. So good timing. No money, no matter. So there was an interesting conversation brewing about the whole Judge Janine about. Um, so it's important to say that Judge Janine show is not a new show. It is yeah. an opinion show, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think though? Um, when you're taking free speech. You mean propaganda. Exactly. <laughs> you said it. it. You said it, not me. But yeah. Yeah. So, um, do you think there's a line that, that even with an opinion show, mm-hmm. there is a line, and this was the appropriate line that they did stop and punish at? Like, do you uh, agree that you can't just, oh, it's my opinion, I can say anything. Yeah. There, there is lines the that are... The thing is, you can say what you want, but there are repercussions yeah. to your words. Yeah. So, you know, sponsors are bowing out of Fox over Janine's show and all these resurfaced Tucker Carlson comments and... Yeah. Fox is losing money. I feel like Megyn Kelly's looking real appealing oh, right I about now. You, Fox. I, yeah. They got a couple slots they could fill. <laughs> With t- they're losing money on these shows, but I have to tell you, they're making oh, yeah. $2.6 billion, I think, is how much they made last year. Well, according to Trump, right. who was throwing a tantrum on um, Twitter about Judge Janine, it's like her favorite. By the way, right. I should say, Judge Janine, the last time we did a story on her, was like our. it's still like our second highest meet really? the Hollywood press. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, she so, went on The View. She's at least good. I mean, it courts a lot. A lot of uh, comments right, in there, right, right. Um, but so basically, he was saying that oh, your competitors are jealous. Brian Stelter made a good point on CNN this morning and said because someone said they want Fox News off the air. He says we don't want Fox News off the air. We just want misinformation to stop exactly. flowing from like. It, it's true. It's like, I think they have, um, you, you have Shepard Smith, who is reputable, and mm. you can watch him. It's just, I don't mind. Look, we're doing this. This isn't a, 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 an opinion-based show around news, but it's around factual news. Right. Yeah. We're not basing our opinion on something that's, like, not factual. So it's like, yeah, we can give an educated opinion on something factual. Mm-hmm. That's right. all I would want from them. Right. This and, isn't and, just and not about not being factual. There's that whole story from one of the reporters from Fox News had the, the Stormy Daniels story before the yep. Wall Street Journal and didn't and mm. they buried it. So yeah. now you're not acting as a news organization exactly. anymore, but you still want the freedoms and the and and, and the liberties that come with free speech and, mm-hmm. and, and free, freedom of the press, right? Yeah. So final thoughts on Judge Janine. Will she be back next week? Do we want her back? What? I think she'll be back. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course she'll be back. I mean, here's here's the thing. So, um, I think you guys know I freelance for one of the trades. And I wrote the Judge Janine story yesterday, and I got a comment from Fox which basically said nothing. Um, We're not commenting on turtle schedule. Exactly. Yeah. Right. However, <laughs> the comments, the story generated about 2,000 comments, and the majority of them were bring Judge Janine back. So she has a loyal following. Right. No, I've seen it all over Twitter. I yeah. was, it, it's, it's all saying how she was saying the truth. You should let, how can you do this? She can say what, yeah, no, big supporters yeah. uh, out there for, well, I mean, there's a Including reason that. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> he was so mad because Saturday night he didn't have something to watch while he ate his McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, he was he was really he was upset. Really upset. <laughs> he really was. And he slammed Shepard Smith and Arthel Neville. Oh, my God. Everybody. He's like, get these other people off, Fox, and bring Judge Janine back. <laughs> All right. So we, we're, we're running out of time. But just really quickly, I want to ask one question. So we had this horrifying terror attack in New mm-hmm. Zealand this week, um, 49. I think it rose to 50, the dead, death toll. Um, and by the way, I have New Zealand envy right now because their prime minister couldn't be more. Oh goodness, what an inspiring uh, leader, which she's come out and said and everything. And now they're already trying to change their gun laws. I want to just ask this question. Um, the video being streamed live. 
do you think um, big tech companies are doing enough uh, to prevent this? Like, why is this still happening? Absolutely not. We keep seeing this time and time again. Uh, there was a man who murdered his girlfriend on Facebook Live, and then we had this this person, this individual, broadcasting or streaming what he did. I'm just going to go out there and say, why does the average person need the ability to go live on social yeah. media? I almost feel like they should restrict it to media brands, brands. and companies. Yeah. But yeah. there are a lot of people out there who are very sick, and they're doing sick things and yeah. streaming it live. Right. Yeah. Well, when those two journalists were gunned down, um, the local journalist and the guy did this shooting, went back to, and then he had the body cam video that mm -hmm. he then uploaded after because they right. still hadn't caught him at that point. They want people to see this. So, Itai, what's your thought on that? Do you think they're... I think it's a slippery slope once you start restricting freedom of speech. I, it gets into a lot of sort of, like, how do you decide who gets to do the streaming, who doesn't? I mean, I think the problem is not the streaming. I think the problem is is gun control and education. Yeah. But it doesn't even have to be a gun. It could right. be a knife. You could strangle someone. It's why does the again? Why does the average person need the ability to, go to be live. able to go live? Right. And as long as they keep, you know, the average person has this ability. It's like they're never going to get in front of the problem. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're always going to be behind because no matter how many algorithms you have or how many people you have watching it, you're not going to be able to catch every single one. Exactly. It took forever yeah. to get them to take the videos down. Right. Yeah, but you could today. You just you could just. Like you said, you can record it, upload it later. I mean, who knows? That's true. You can't stop it from happening. So LA Times had an interesting um, op-ed that took the opposite um, stance and said why we shouldn't take it down because they feel people need to see this horrific hatred and because maybe this will change something. What's your thoughts Disagree on that? Disagree 200%. Yeah, Littleton didn't change anything when a gunman went in yeah. and gunned down little children. Exactly. Uh, nothing's yeah. going to change, but what it will do is inspire yep. other freaks to go out and kill other people and broadcast it live. I agree. Right. I agree, and I think I think uh, news organizations are right not to report the names, not to repeat them afterwards. I mean, we it's okay to say it once so people know who it is, but yeah. uh, you know, a lot of news organizations now are choosing not to name them afterwards because they know that this they don't is exactly what they're looking for. And we shouldn't. Okay, any final thoughts from any of you? No. This has been a great, this has been a quickie. This was very quick. Lots to talk about. I could have gone, I could have gone another hour. Anita, thank you for returning to the show. Itai, thank you for returning to the Always show. A pleasure. Alina. Uh. I'll say it'll be till you're later. You'll till be in this. Time. Exactly. And good luck. And we love you. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for for, um, for everything this last yeah, few months. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show and bringing me into this family. I've loved this show yeah. and I love our comments and the viewers and everything. You're a tough yeah. act to follow. Aww. Thank you. Well, I thank couldn't you. come bottom my heart. Can you just tell everyone one last time where they yep, can find us? Absolutely. So you guys can watch us on the After Buzz YouTube page. You can also subscribe to MTHP on Apple Podcasts. You know, rate us. Give us those likes and reviews. Uh, you can follow us on the Facebook and Instagram at Meet the Hollywood Press and on Twitter at Meet the HWD Press. Thank you for watching and if you're out there partying for St. Patrick's Day, take an Uber. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.